appears that a huge force is headed for planet Namek. You mean Goku? No, a very huh? different force. No, an evil force called Ginyu! What is this Ginyu force? I'll explain. It is a very highly trained and highly secret force. <laughs> Throughout the universe, unexplained wars have erupted. Cities destroyed, planets devastated, and all without any trace of who was behind the destruction. Oh, Don't you dare be sour! Welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, episode 33, WrestleMania 32 edition. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com. My name is Brandy Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. I'm here with the man that is undefeated at WrestleMania, Peter O'Brien. You can also find him on Twitter at MVP360. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, are you ready for WrestleMania 32? Dude, I'm 0-0 at WrestleMania, so yes, I am undefeated. In your face, Undertaker, anytime the dead man wants to square off, you know where to find me, MVP360 on Twitter. Did you just challenge the Undertaker? Yeah, I did. I'm calling him out. Uh, you know what? You need another loss, bro. So bring it right here. Right here. <laughs> the only way I'd be really afraid is if he came out as the dead man. And then I'd be like, oh, man, oh, he's not even going to use all of his energy to get to the ring. He's going to be well rested. I'm scared. I like Kid Rock. Which one is he going to listen to? Is he going to listen to Limp Biscuit? Is he going to keep rolling? He isn't going to keep rolling when he hits the buzzsaw, the MVP of podcasting, Peter O'Brien. All right. Settle down, champ. I just did a really good promo right you, there. You sure did. All right, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 32 uh, happened on April 3rd, uh, in the first match of the night, which I don't think anybody really saw, the United States Championship, Kalisto versus Ryback, of course, big versus small. Do you get it, though? Big, big stadium, small versus a small attendance. That's basically what wow. they did right now. Ayo! Ba-doom. Do you get it? I got By it. By the way, people watched. Three popcorn vendors definitely saw it. There's a couple times they like pan back to the seats behind the camera and there was nobody there. They were like, zoom in, please. Zoom into the one guy. The one guy. They just went There's right from directly to Kalisto to directly to Ryback, like just zooming in as close as they could to all of them. It was bad. Oh, definitely. For sure. For sure. What did you think of this match? <sighs> it was a match that happened. 
That's that's as I, much as I can give it. There was no big memorable moments. Like I thought Kalisto would at least like pull something out of his ass, like do something memorable, like a cool flip or or something really cool. Especially with Ryback being as built as he is and as big as he is, he could easily carry and throw Kalisto around. They would do something memorable, but nothing, nothing came. This felt like just a match at Super SmackDown. They did something memorable. You know what they did? No. They had a match in front of, by the way, set a record, the world's smallest attendance in WrestleMania kickoff show history, which is opposite of what they were trying to go for. So you see, they set two records. So good job, Ryback and Kalisto. All right. I'm here for you. Good, good job, I guess. Is this the Hey-o. second time we've done a kickoff show, or is this the third time? I think this is the second one. Who wants to correct us? Come at us on Twitter. Yeah, or comment, I guess. Uh, this yeah. match, nothing happens. Kalisto wins. No surprise there. It really just felt like a dark match. So moving on to one of the main events of the night, Total Divas versus The Bad and the Blonde. Uh, Brie, Paige, Natalia, Alicia Fox, and Eva Marie versus Lana, Summeray, Naomi, Emma, and Tamina. This match was ugly. Okay, so the... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Pump the brakes. Don't try to tell me Emma looked ugly. Oh. Don't try to tell. Oh, my God. When Lana dropped her rope, my jaw dropped with it. Yeah. I was like, are you serious? It was CG. That was all. It's computer animated. The guys who did the Green Lantern did Lana's butt. That was all CG. I mean, I'm sorry. Ooh, she was. Yeah. I was. But Emma. Emma. Oh. Are, are we in agreement that Emma stole it? I was expecting something for Paige or anything like that. Nothing. Emma stole the show in this match, which isn't saying too much. By the way, Paige, now she can't use... Is she now... Now it's, you know, the woman. Like, because we'll get to that in a second. Her moniker was the anti-diva. So now is it the anti-woman? Is she a part of the little rascals? Is she not? Is she a mutant? I don't know what she is. She's the total diva and the anti-diva at the same time. I just feel like they don't know what to do with her. Don't drop the D word, okay? All right? You dropped a hard D word there. Speaking of diva, Eva Marie. You did it again! I expected nothing less out of this woman. A couple times her own arm got in the way of doing her moves. She tried doing a suplex earlier and almost hit herself with her own forearm. Her own brain got in the way of her in this match. Like, she was brutal. Yeah. Even the 10 people who were there watching that match booed her loud enough to be heard. So she got booed hard. It was bad. So, hey, WWE, you know what you should probably do? You should probably ever win the title because that makes sense. That'll be who Asuka drops it to. You just wait. The match itself, there's nothing too much to it. They have this big spot where all the divas get in the ring and yell at each other. Some of them aren't even making eye contact with the people that they're arguing at. That's just how fake this whole fucking thing was. Lana almost wins by throwing Brie off the top of the turnbuckle. This was just a dumb match. I just wanted to get to the actual start of WrestleMania. I think the match was really intense. (laughs) <laughs> all right it sure was we could say that lana almost got in a fight with the turnbuckle which was intense <laughs> it was just a sloppy mess and one of the best technical wrestlers Paige, has given up the past three months like she's just done she's checked out she she's been in so much hot water with carano because he's a douche yeah and you can tell she's just like i'm 
ton. She also needs to grow the fuck up. Yeah, she also does need to grow up a ton. Brie Bella does these these kicks and then sets up the yes lock. Brie wins. I don't even know who she... Oh, she put it on Naomi. Uh, after the match, Nikki Bella comes out and celebrates like we... Like, this was Fair. just... Yeah, like, the only people really happy about this ending were the people in the ring. Yeah, nobody else cares. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why WWE is just, like, trying to just gloss over how ridiculous the Bellas were early on in their career. Yeah. I'm trying to keep good attitude, but you know what? Piss the fuck off, you two. You are the worst. You ruined plenty of women's chances in this company because of you. So get out. See you later. I don't care. Let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> Boink. All right. That's Peter O'Brien, everybody. Next, Lita comes out talking about just the history of women's wrestling and then reveals the new women's championship title. I like it. Me too. I thought it was cool. They're trying to equal it out like, you know, women and men. I I don't see why the belt should be much different than the men's belt. Right. You know, just put a couple little spins on it. That butterfly belt was a travesty. The whole divas crap, which I've been saying for a while, just does make sense. It it didn't make sense of them calling a diva. I've never looked at someone I've liked and been like, oh, you're such a diva. Thank you, Pete. No, it's usually a slap, and then I'm picking up my clothes, and I'm leaving. It's going to take me years to stop calling them divas. You're going to have a problem. I can already tell. You've been dropping hard Ds all night. I know. I'm sorry. Um, We'll get past it. By the end of this show, no, that that's not going to happen. No, you're not. I wish you had a counter, like, right at the bottom every time you dropped a hard D. Well, good thing we only have one more women's match to announce after this. Woo! Yeah, I like the title. I like the the side plates are interchangeable, like how the uh, WWE title is. Did you also, what did you think of Lita? You know, she looks, yeah. Um. <laughs> is it bad to say that maybe Matt upgraded? Don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that because like who he's, no, no. No. What? I feel like Lita's just like that crazy aunt everybody has who's just a little distant-eyed. She's changed. Moving on is the Usos versus the Dudleys. This is a tables match at the pre-show. Wait a second. What? When you say it, this match, can you have a little more enthusiasm because it's the right, Usos right, right, right. and Dudleys? Next we have on the kickoff pre-show, the tables <laughs> match, the Samoan twins, the Usos, taking on the trailer park twins, the Dudley boys, in <laughs> what can only be called as a short match that got the crowd mildly excited because they knew they were close to the start of WrestleMania. Another match that just felt like a fucking dark match, and not a good night for Samoans. Uh, Usos getting booed. The trailer park boys. You should call, we should now start calling them J-Rock and uh, T. I'm just telling you, because, you know, Trailer Park Boys. This match was so dull and so boring. The Usos have three moves. The Usos have less moves than John Cena. You know, the worst part about that is they share those moves. It's two people sharing three moves. But I can't say too much about the Dudley Boys, because their moves, they have two signature moves and then a bunch of clotheslines until someone gets the tables. Testify. Yeah, they're just, they're just there to get a check. Oh, try to tell me the Dudley Boys are going, 
the match ends with uh, Jay pinning Devon with a super kick. I guess this wasn't even a tables match. Uh, they just ended up getting tables at the end. The Dudleys go out and get them, I think, and then the, they try to throw a double power bomb onto the Usos, who counter it with more super kicks. They throw them, uh, the Dudley boys, onto the table, and then Usos get on top of the ropes, jump through them, throw them through the tables, and still crowd booing them the whole time. This was just dumb. Do you ever think that if tables could speak, when they put the Dudley boys on them, they're like, Ooh! like, I feel like every time the table is like really already bending. Right. And you know, the table's like sitting there going like, like the legs are shaking. They're like, fucking do it, dude. It's I mean, I can't hold him. I can't support his weight anymore. Oh my God. The Usos are now just blowing really hard down at the tables. <laughs> it explodes. One of the legs weren't even set up correctly, I think, on Devon's table. I didn't think he was going to go through. I thought it was going to fall down before the Usos got up to the top rope. This match sucks. Then WrestleMania starts, man. And now, WrestleMania. Wait a second. How long was that pre-show? Two hours. The pre-show was two hours. Yeah. Yikes. But what they had to do is they had to show a match, a video package, then Renee Young had to go to the panel, and then it was a match, a video package, and then Renee Young had to go talk to the panel. It was bad. So to get that dirty taste out of our mouths, my buddy tried to set up a ironing board during the National Anthem in America Beautiful and all that stuff. Makes sense. And he's laying on this ironing board, and he's got he's got a Michael Cole body the coal miner edition. So the thing just gave out. So I'm standing in this thorn bush with thorns going in my ankles. Wait, 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 wait. So this ironing board is like outside, like you're doing this outside. Yeah, we went outside. Next to a thorn bush. Okay. There was a flood wall with bushes. So I climb up there and he tries to lay on it. And the coal miner body just was too much for the ironing board. And it gave away. So then I was like, great start to WrestleMania. I'm picking thorns out of my ankles. That's on you though. That's completely on you. Oh, I guess so. <laughs> You're an idiot. Whatever. The best was, okay, so we have a buddy, diehard Undertaker fan, but we wanted more people to come over. He gets all mad when I bring this story up because he just slams, he loves whiskey. So every two count, Undertaker does a shot of whiskey. I told him this year, I'm like, no whiskey. This match has no momentum. You don't, don't do whiskey. He goes, fine. Right when the match is about to kick off, he runs under his couch, grabs a bottle of early times, and starts chugging it like Leahy from Trailer Park Boys, reference number two, (laughs) slamming it. And we're all sitting there with our jaws open like, oh, my God. And he's, like, sitting there, and he's, like, fake burping, puking, like, noises in his mouth. I'm like, I'm leaving. Like, I got my keys. I got my shoes. I'm like, I'm out. He comes around the corner, throws the bottle at me, and he goes, it's iced tea, bud. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh. So that was an awesome gag. Oh, good. And that's what we did. How about you? Did you do anything cool? Uh, I went over to a buddy's house, Tony. We went down to his place. Uh, had a Shout good, out uh, to Tony. Yep. Uh, had some Sloppy Joes, made fun of wrestling for several hours, played some wrestling games, and played some uh, Dragon Ball Z. I kicked everyone's butt. Felt pretty good about that. How many cheat codes did you play? Uh, none. The match, though, like, WrestleMania just, like, I felt like 
It was just rapid fire. They were trying to throw so many WrestleMania moments and try to make it memorable. It overshadowed what they should have been doing. If memory serves me, I told you the last show before Mania, I said, I hope nothing happens. So when a surprise does actually happen, I'll be pumped. Instead of me mentally thinking of a better card and being like, oh, I would do this. And then every time I watch an event, I'm always like, well, that didn't happen. Well, now I'm pissed. What we do is we overhype Raw. We overhype wrestling, and that's what I did. Like, I was, like, watching the kickoff show, and I'm just like, fuck, man, I cannot wait to get to WrestleMania. It's going to be great. The first match of the night for WrestleMania is the ladder, ma- ladder match uh, for the IC title. Kevin Owens puts his title up against The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder, Sami Zayn, Sin Cara, and Stardust, and this was a great way to kick off WrestleMania because it was a great match. So I had high expectations, and then it just slowly just – went downhill from this match let's get in all right it was great oh first of all let's go through some entrances here mrs jacket uh (laughs) he he looked like the like the dollar general toy that you would buy that was called scorpio but you knew they were trying to make scorpion from mortal kombat that's a good comparison right there it's scorpio (laughs) (laughs) come here get over here Kevin Owens got a new shirt. He was, I, I have just, every time I see Kevin Owens, he grows more and more on me. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Owens. Uh, Sami Zayn came out, nothing too special with him. Uh, Zack Ryder, super cool to see him. I'm li- I like the new Titan Tron. This year was sponsored by Satan, with the upside down star. Right? Super cool. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Uh, Ziggler's was Ziggler. Cody Rhodes came out with some yellow dots on his attire, which is kind of cool. Uh, throwing some shout-out to uh, his dad. Then let's just move right into the match, which was awesome. Uh, the match starts off right away with Zayn and Owens just going straight at it. Zayn is giving Owens a half-Nelson German suplex onto the ladder. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, he was dead. That was, like, later on, though. Oh, that was. That, that, that was. move was later on. Yeah. Well, everyone's been anticipating Zane versus Owens. Everyone wants Zane versus Owens, and I think they're getting there. That will be our summer rivalry. It will end at SummerSlam. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Shout-outs to Sin Cara. Not a single botch from Sin Cara. Yeah. That, that, that went through the ladder. Super cool. Uh, oh, yeah. You look like a fucking White Ranger out there. Yeah, you know the old Sin Cara would have, like, got there and, like, bumped it with, like, his knee and been like, dude, I got a bruise on my knee. Misses the fucking ladder and just bumps his ass. And he's like, I broke my ass. I broke my ass. I have to go goodbye. <laughs> he's throwing up the axe himself with his arms. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. That uh, that fall was pretty sweet. That yeah. was yeah, that was a good, good spot there. Cody Rhodes bringing out the polka dotted ladder. Oh, and then Kevin Owens throwing it away. Yep. <laughs> no. Perfect. He would rather use the ladder with the broken step that got bent like right away in the match. Speaking of ladders, Sami Zayn jumps through a ladder, then through the ropes, and then hits like four guys outside. That was so cool. Yeah, it was good. That was a good spot. Good job, Sammy. Right. Kevin Owens five star frog splash. Awesome. One of the best moves of the night, I would say. Easily. Ziggler does the elbow drop from top of the on top of the ladder, and so does uh Zack Ryder does that later on as well. 
Zach knows this is like his only chance to like ever be featured in on Mania. Right. So he's like, he I was sitting there the whole time waiting for him to get like do something awesome. And I was like, that was a pretty big elbow drop, dude. I'll give you that. Yeah, it was so cool. What a great match and a great finish too. I think it's like Owens and Sami Zayn are going back and forth. That neckbreaker. Oh. <laughs> that neckbreaker on the ladder. Yeah. I thought Kevin Owens broke his neck. I, he was dead. I thought he was done. And then luckily the ref just got out right away, and I'm like, thank God, he is fine. They showed a picture of him laying on that ladder with Simba pawing at him like it was Mufasa dead and yeah. King. That was really cool. They have Sami Zayn and Owens going back and forth. They both get out of it, and then you see Miz. Looks like he's the one getting about to grab it, and uh, Zack Ryder comes out of nowhere, pushes him out of the way, and gets the title for a huge pop. Uh, his dad comes out really fucking weird. His dad comes out like immediately, almost like he knew he was going to win. And then yeah, weird, huh? putting a stupid hat on Zack Ryder's head and Zack Ryder just whips yeah. it off right away. <laughs> like, dad, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're, so, you're fucking embarrassing me, dad. Come on. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, good for Ryder. Yeah. I wasn't mad. But literally, right when that happened, I'm like, there's no way he's hanging out on this. I said, you just wait tomorrow night. He's going to fucking lose it. Which we'll see. We don't know yet, but there's no way this guy is holding the title longer than a day. Right. Uh, the next match of the night, AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. This match just was it was the same as what we saw at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, I didn't see too much. The themes here was just counters. Everything was getting countered, and sometimes it just made it kind of look sloppy. I want to see AJ fight somebody else. Yeah. Like, I've seen him fight Jericho enough. For three it's months. It's a good match. But, yeah, like, they didn't do, like, when, at least when Owens and Cena went at it, there was some new moves thrown in there. Yeah. You know, there were some differences. Like, with this, I was just like, are you guys bored, too? <laughs> and AJ, like, turned and looked at me, and he's like, yeah. Yeah, Peter, I'm done. I've done this enough. <laughs> the only cool part I thought about the match was the uh, the awesome point where uh, AJ Styles is in the middle of a running move and he just gets stopped in his, stopped in his tracks by a code breaker by Chris Jericho. That was probably the only cool part about this whole match. Uh, and then Jericho wins. That was really weird. I totally thought AJ Styles was going to win this, but thinking about it, I mean, the guy who's been in TNA for 10 years, if not more, do you really want to give his debut WrestleMania a win? It's not like yeah. you're going to make him WWE champion anytime soon or put him against the WWE championship in a contendership match or anything. When it got done, I was like, whatever. Are we done with this now? Right. Can he please fight Kevin Owens? Can he please fight Sami Zayn? Can he please fight someone to his level Roman of Reigns. Shut up. Roman no Reigns! Okay. AJ, get better. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Next is the WWE Champions, The New Day, and a handicap match against the League of Nations. This was awesome. The booty was box, and then I clearly texted you. You called me. I Yeah, I called you and I said, huh, Brandon, remember that Twitter picture that you made that Kofi had? Still using it as a cover photo, and they're wearing Dragon Ball Z stuff. Do you think you had a little role in that? It felt very surreal to me, I'll be honest, seeing that. Xavier Woods' hair was awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. <laughs> Man, just, I mean, I don't, even want to, I don't even want to talk about the match. No, I don't either, because no one cares. Yeah, just for them to lose to League of Nations was so unfair. What an amazing entrance. I loved it. I don't know if I actually had a part of that. I doubt I actually had a part of that, but I, I, I feel like I was 
a, a part of something at least. Super surreal seeing that though. Did you read the contents to the Bootyos box? Yeah, I did read the side of it. Did you read like one of the ingredients was up, up, down, down? Yeah, there was a zero percent negativity was another one. Yep, that was awesome. Why? Here's where I had to shake my head. Oh my God, League of Nations, you beat a team of three. WWE, why didn't anyone else come out to join them? Yeah, why didn't The Rock come out at that point, you know, and have had The Rock yeah. up with New Day? You know, that would have been fucking awesome. Have him come out, do a big promo on all four of them. He already has a good rivalry going on with Rusev, so you could put him with those three and have an amazing match with that instead of the the stupid shit you did with the Wyatt family, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Why I don't know why you would do that to your hottest tag team right now. And not give him that catapulting push with giving him the rock. Exactly. It it was just poorly done. But then... Don't even but then. So after this, League of Nations wins. Uh, then Shawn Michaels comes out. He comes out and he's wearing his re- wrestling trunks, which is kind of weird. Well, they had that little... To- you know, you skipped over that. What? They talked about how no three men in the WWE can beat him. Well, no shit, Sherlock. It's four against three. <laughs> like, do you think, like, kids are sitting there going, I'm sure three people could. Yeah, maybe, like, a five-year-old, but any of us. Oh, my God. That would have been way cooler. Yeah. But you you get Shawn Michaels waddling out there all bow-legged like he just rode a horse all the way to Mania. It sounds like, ugh, whatever. And then you got Mick Foley in dad bod peak form with his sweatpants. It looks like he was just brushing off popcorn kernels on his way to the ring. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got Cheetos on my stomach. I'm like, Have a nice day. And then the glass breaks. And I don't care who you are. That was cool. Because it's been forever since we've seen Stone Cold actually come in and just stunner people. I just didn't care, man. Because they come out. They they destroy the League of Nations. No surprise. The New Day comes in and starts twerking with them. Um, Foley and HPK get involved. And then Stone Cold stunners uh, Xavier Woods, which is cool. But, like, you're, you're not helping any of your talent right here. That whole shtick right there didn't do anything to help League of Nations. It didn't do anything to help New Day. It kept them both stagnant. So, hey, like writers, I've been trying to be very positive, and I'm keeping my positivity up. So I'll clap because you tried. (laughs) They focus more on WrestleMania moments because they're going to – no one is going to rewatch this WrestleMania. No, because it was four days long. Exactly. And their only thing to do is talk about memories from this WrestleMania. Like, there were yeah. just big moments, but none of it was entertaining. And this didn't do anything for the New Day that it should have. This didn't do anything for the League of Nations. The League of Nations, even though winning at WrestleMania, they still came out worse off. And it, it just demolished what we wanted to do with the New Day. It was dumb. It wasn't needed. And this just becomes a trend because we see this more and more throughout the night. But it was a lot of people there. So. There was, Yeah, okay, and, and Stone Cold did drink beer, so I'll give him that. Uh, next is the street fight between Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose. <laughs> more, like a, more like a bounce house hug it out. The coming up weeks of this, we've been advertised a chainsaw. 
Uh, we've been advertised a baseball bat with barbed wire. When we see the chainsaw, it doesn't start, and then, like, it ends up fucking Dean over. And then when we see him take the baseball bat, he only picks it up for a little bit and then throws it on the fucking ground. Like, there was no point to any of that. It was a stupid build. We didn't get anything out of the street fight. It just was a chairs match. Yep. Until... Okay. Usa. Usa. Okay. I'm Usan. Okay. Because I'm trying to keep positive. All right. This match was the most forgettable match. This match was the most pointless match. It didn't make any sense. You had so much good material with Ambrose and Lesnar, and they didn't do anything. No. We know that bat is not made of barbed wire. I mean, it looked really, really plastic. Right. It looked like the things you use for, like, those little Tyco farm sets. <laughs> it was bad. You know, do something. There was more gore in TakeOver than there was in that street fight. Look at those kicks that Asuka did. And they did nothing. I completely, like, I sat there and I was like, hey, did the street fight happen? Oh, oh yeah, we did watch it. We did. Okay, good. Uh, bad year for Brock Lesnar's nuts, though. I think this is, like, the third low blow he's had in the last year. Yeah, and they're not, like, wussy low blows. I'm, I'm sure at least two of them connected on his nuts. Yeah. Brock Lesnar does a suplex, but he ends uh, on Dean Ambrose trying to throw him onto the chairs, but it just ends up Brock Lesnar landing on the chairs himself. Uh, we get some Botchamania chance from that. He tries it again and then throws him onto the chairs. Ambrose does a DDT on all these chairs. It's just like they're swimming around, slipping all over themselves on these fucking chairs. It was cluttery. It was bad. You're better than that. So the finish of the match was uh, Lesnar ducking from the barbed wire bat, uh, picking up uh, Ambrose for the F5 out of the chairs. He wins clean. He ends up getting 13 suplexes, so Brock gets to eat 13 koalas at the end of the match. There's really nothing to this. Just give something to Ambrose. We've just been watching him lose every fucking night. Sooner or later, you're just not going to want to watch Ambrose. He's just going to turn into another Bray Wyatt. Womp, womp. Next, though, the women's championship, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Woo! Yes, great match. I was stoked. I loved it. Uh, entrances. All right, Becky, Becky Lynch, Lynch. Yes. A lot of steam. <laughs> drops her hat right away, and that just becomes <laughs> the biggest thing is this fucking hat. Because <laughs> next follows Sasha Banks with Snoop Dogg and this other singer, all three of which almost trip over this fucking hat fucking pink confetti comes down she's dressed up like it's a her her outfit was dedicated to eddie guerrero which is really cool charlotte comes out with this robe i guess it was made from the match that rick flair had against Shawn michaels in orlando really cool entrances really set up the theme for all three of these women in this match which was this was awesome yes it was great and i was saying the whole time i'm like this is gonna be the one that steals the show this is the only match that really had a lot on the line yeah it did steal the show it did good job women Florida. all right good job you gave them a chance they give you a show but don't worry We'll figure out a way to plug the Los Matadors in there again some way, shape, or form and take away time from these ladies again. Some high points from this. Uh, Charlotte doing that, uh, what was it, the moonsault off the top? Oh, that was epic. That was so cool. Uh, the Sasha Banks pushing Ric Flair into uh, the dive from Becky Lynch. Yep. 
that was great. A bunch of submission moves put into this. Uh, Becky Lynch ended up getting a shiner. I mean, that's brutal. This was just a crazy match. So good. Everyone was at 100%. Even Ric Flair, there was just an extra woo in his step. You could see it. Well, yeah, and even the time when Sasha was standing next to him, Rick's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Uh-oh, Rick forgot where he was at. Where's my beer? <laughs> <laughs> Great match. Thank you very much, Divas, for giving us something to cheer about at Mania. Yeah, yeah, super cool. And the finish, I was not upset with it. Uh, the end uh, ends up being Charlotte puts Becky Lynch into a submission hole. I think it's a figure four. Sasha tries to jump in there to stop it, but Ric Flair grabs her legs so she can't get in there, and uh, Becky Lynch taps. This was just an overall great match. BTW, Sasha's frog splash. She did a frog splash off the top rope. That was great. And she jumped in from off the screen once to break up a count. Like, you're, like, watching. And she jumps, and you're like, whoa! And Sasha's like, I had a dream. I jumped on you. And then Snoop Dogg's just like, yo, give me a doobie-doobie-doobie-doo. <laughs> Snoop-a-loop! So congratulations, Charlotte, the new woman's champion. I was kind of put off by that when they said new, but I was like, oh, yeah, you got it right. Next match, man. Hell in the Cell, Undertaker versus Shane McMahon. <laughs> Entrances. Shane McMahon. Who came out first? I think it was Shane McMahon came out first with his kids. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of a cool moment, but no. also kind of, like, lame. Yeah, like, hey, kids, come out here and watch me die. Oh, he brought his kids out. Oh, that means we're not going to get anything cool. No, I thought the exact opposite, because when the kids came out, I'm like, these kids are crying. They're bringing these kids out just to fucking scar them. It's a McMahon way to go. Take comes out, his entrance was bleh, dumb. Yeah, like, his was lame as shit, too. Like, there was nothing even cool about it. And I'm like, he doesn't even want to be here either. <laughs> Maybe because WrestleMania started on a Friday, and all those other matches happened. So now, now we're Sunday morning, and Undertaker's like, finally, I get to go on. At one point, though, Shane O'Mac locks in the uh, Hell's Gate on Taker and starts fist pumping like some, like, frat boy that won a beer pong. Like, I got it. I fucking got it. Like, it was so stupid. Shane's doing some of those stupid punches again. It, it's just like he's punching a wall when it comes to Undertaker. It was a slow-paced match. He did the old Van Daminator thing or whatever. That was sweet. But on that, it was just like, bleh. He looks underneath the ring and realizes all the weapons have been taken by Dean Ambrose and there's not a seat to sit in in the house. Breaks off a piece of the Hell in the Cell. They go through that. They start battling each other on the uh, the tables. And then Shane climbs the Hell in the Cell. The worst line of the night uh, was from Cole. God, no! For the love of mankind! It was so cheesy. Shane jumps. Taker fucking rolls off the table and Shane O'Mac dies. April 3rd, 2016. God, Michael Cole was so bad. The only positive, like, a lot of the good things that happened in the pre-matches was Mark. Oh, what's his, oh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, the new guy. Killed it. He made a simple clothesline, and he's like, wow, clothesline. And it's just like, dude. <laughs> that was dead yeah, on. Yeah, what, what a clothesline is right. I'll tell you this, Ryback is putting him up into... Oh, what a Kalisto reverses it into a Pele kick. And you're like, wow. Right? That was a really cool move. And then you, like, look at it and you have it on mute and you're like, that fucking sucked. Commentating table just sucks. 
It's it is it's it's bad. You could tell Byron Saxon was tired by the time we even got to this match. He was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, I, I guess Cole stuck with it. JBL, I, I just I can't stand JBL. He's just I don't understand how they think it's entertaining and how we enjoy to listen to this man between three to four hours of wrestling a week. Yep. So yeah, Shane uh, is obviously dead on the table. Uh, Undertaker picks up all four of them and puts them into the ring, puts them back together, does a tombstone, and then wins. Congratulations, Undertaker. We're seeing him next year, Pete. No run-ins? Nothing crazy? He didn't even congratulate him? He just left! He was even bored. Yeah, takes his gloves off, throws them in there like he he just doesn't care anymore and just fucking leaves. I think he even sat there and he's just like, this was a terrible mania. Yeah. Like, it, this was a terrible match. All it was was for is just that Shane jumping off the top of the cell spot, which we kind of all kind of thought was going to happen anyways. It was just for one of those WrestleMania spots. Yep. Moving on to the next match is the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. We see a gaggle of dudes walk up to the ring and wait a minute. Is that Baron Corbin? Hidden. Entrances we do see Mark Henry, Kane, DDP. <laughs> By the way, another one of the gaggle of wrestlers that were in there. One of my favorites as a kid, Tatanka. Oh, yes. That was so cool. I forgot about him. Then I was like, wait a second. DDP gets an entrance, but other Hall of Famer Tatanka does not? What the heck just happened? That is so stupid. They finally acknowledge him halfway through the match. Yeah. One other guy gets an entrance, uh, the big slow, and then after him, Kazam comes out. Yeah. To see Show versus Shaquille O'Neal in the ring. Okay, so these two, they have their bout. It's kind of going back and forth. They do the whole thing where they both get stuck in, in corners. Uh, half the wrestlers go to each corner to take a bout. They do the big explosion where all the wrestlers jump away like they're super strong. They battle back and forth. Then they both get eliminated. And then all the wrestlers start fighting. And it just, at that moment, it felt like that's when the match finally started is when they had just fucking eliminated Big Show and Kazam. But to be all honest, it really shows you how big Shaq is. Yeah, he was huge compared to Big Show. He made Big Show. You're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Big Show, you are not impressive anymore. So then, hidden person, Baron Corbin, still in there. Yeah. Hasn't been acknowledged that he's still in there. You know, they're like, oh, oh, well, geez, Tataka's in there after everyone else left. The social outcasts were comedic gold for the entire thing. I think they stole the show for the Battle Royale. Yep. Just the different antics they were doing. It was fun. They were entertaining. Keep going with the social outcasts. I don't think they're going anywhere. No, but at least what they're doing is at least entertaining. They're getting TV time, and that's all I really want for them. People just start getting eliminated left and right, and it just ends up Corbin is the last person left in the ring. I think he eliminated Kane and becomes the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Another surprise win tonight. That one, I was like, what? That's pretty cool. I, I wasn't mad at that. I was like, good. Yeah. Corbin. <laughs> Then The Rock returns. He comes out with a, which I thought was a t-shirt gun, turned into a flamethrower. Starts his name on fire. Which he didn't. Everyone thinks he did. He did not. If you watch it, the little things are at the bottom and they kick on themselves. He did not light anything on fire. Lame. Fine. He didn't light it on fire. 
it was just a big waste of time. That could have been given to someone else's match. That could have been given to fucking Dean Ambrose and, and Brock Lesnar, but nope. And then the cheerleaders, he goes walking down, starts showing his biceps off to all the cheerleaders. By the way, congratulations on the baby girl. He comes out to the ring, uh, panders to the crowd. <laughs> Bray Wyatt comes out and introduces himself to The Rock. This was enjoyable. I really thought we were going to get Bray Wyatt just tearing down The Rock. Boy, was I stupid. What a buzz kill. So basically, you sat there and you were like, Brandon, did I ever tell you when Bray Wyatt, he came in and interfered with The Rock's promo? Please tell me. Nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. It was like, what the heck? No, granted, I've, I know I know Wyatt's been having back problems, and I don't know if they're trying to protect him. But still, don't job, Wyatt. This was just another one of those things where Rock just decides to have a match with Bray Wyatt. And I'm like, holy shit, are we getting Bray Wyatt versus The Rock at WrestleMania? Rock takes off his shirt and pants and he's in ring attire. And Eric Rowan gets in and takes on The Rock instead of Bray Wyatt. Uh, this match itself only takes six seconds for The Rock to pin him. This eliminates the previous record of Daniel Bryan holding it for eight seconds, which really sucks. I think they should have just left it with Daniel Bryan, but oh well. Then the Wyatt family decides to attack The Rock. They get all up on the apron, and then John Cena comes in. Not even a match. They All he did was help him. There was nothing. Like, cool, Cena's back, but why? Again, not putting over any of the young talent that you need to focus on. Nope. Making another WrestleMania moment. They destroy the Wyatt family with rock bottoms, people's elbows, AAs, and that's just it. That's just the end of it. Oh, and by the way, they set the record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you knew that was going to happen anyway. They set the record everywhere they go. What I don't think a lot of people understand is they don't have to use, like if, if a basketball game or a football game or anything like that or in any of these arenas, uh, the wrestlers have just to have to have the mat. So that means they could put more chairs on the ground where yeah. normally they would have a football game or a basketball game going. That's why they're able to beat every record. It's not It's not a big feat to do anymore. Yeah, like the record could have been broken at San Francisco. They just set that stage up so you couldn't. And they'll make smaller stages so they can get more seating every time they go somewhere. Yep. Next is the main event of Oh, my Lord. <laughs> the WWE Championship, Triple H versus Roman Reigns. This starts with an amazing monologue from Stephanie McMahon sitting on top of this weird throne thing. Such a cool opening. The best entrance I've seen at WrestleMania in a long time. Yeah, this entrance was awesome. And then you had Roman Reigns. Nothing. He came out in the same <laughs> wrestling attire. The only difference is black and gold like Seth Rollins. Oh, he punched and the pyros went off, but his punch was off, so the pyros did not look successful at all. It was stupid. He sucks. He doesn't suck. He doesn't suck. He's, Ro he's Roman Reigns. He's the Roman Empire. He's awesome. Well, then drive, have a horse and chariot come and give you a ride. Exactly. God, do something like that. It was boring. Yeah. Build him like a gladiator versus the King of Kings. Triple H is just mo mostly focused on making himself look cool and wondering why everyone's booing Roman. Yeah. Uh, this match just, it was, it was, I don't know, man. It felt like the main event of a Raw, not the main event of a WrestleMania. When you're going on hour eight, 
of wrestling. People are burnt out. Yeah. There, you know, there wasn't anything for them to get excited about. You can't give them just a regular wrestling match that far in. People have been there for 10 to 8 hours with the being in line and stuff. You can't, you have to have some kind of run-ins. It can't only be like, oh my god, Roman Reigns speared Stephanie McMahon. That was cool, but that can't be your only spot. You should be having run-ins. You should be having big spots. So that way when they leave, they remember it. Even if they're going to boo Roman Reigns at the end because he's going to win it do something so that way it's at least entertaining when we get there if they did it <laughs> they really did it can we give roman reigns something else if we expect him to be champion for the next couple months he cannot be relying on superman punches and spears give the man a power bomb give him fucking something but he can't just be running around the whole time punching and spearing people it doesn't work that way it really doesn't oh it missed he got booed he got booed hard. Yeah, uh, nothing here was helping. And, like, I think even Triple H, like, he wasn't even getting any, like, pops at all. Uh, at one point, Stephanie McMahon tries to give him the uh, sledgehammer. That does nothing. Uh, and just it ends up Roman Reigns just punches him in the face and gets to be the champion. He gets just booed out of the building, and that's just how we end WrestleMania. Yeah. How do you want to grade it? There were some pluses. Yeah. But they don't outweigh the minuses. No. And, and like, they could have done so much more. And that's what you always hope for with Mania, is you set things up. And to be honest, I think it stagnated everything. It did. There were no payoffs. Not a single payoff. Okay, great. Roman Reigns won. But there's no payoff to the authority at all. It doesn't mean that next week he's not going to be against the authority still. He's already a two-time champion. Well, now he's a three-time, isn't he? Yeah. How scary is that? Within just a couple months of Seth Rollins like losing the title, and Roman Reigns is now a three-time WWE champion. How scary is that? It's fucking weird, man. So I give it a C. Same here, C. I, I like they dropped the ball on more things than they did with more spots that actually worked out. Congratulations for Zack Ryder. Congratulations for Baron Corbin. Congratulations for the great match between the three women. But what else? Nothing else does it really take away for the current WWE product. It's so long. Yeah. It, it was too long. You th That show was too long. You could have had it better. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> NXT destroyed you. They could have taken a picture of the crowd with all like the NXT wrestlers. Yeah. It just made like a meme that's like, oh, you had WrestleMania? That's cute. <laughs> you know, like that's basically what it was. That, sorry, but I, I tried. I tried. Dot of the night, Pete. Oh, my God. Uh, well, Wyatt? Sorry, I like the Wyatts, and they just got ruined. No, they did. There's no point in putting any more stock into these two. I'm done nope. caring about the Wyatt family. Until Bray Wyatt has a, a, a title match, I don't care. Uh, done of the night for me, I'm going to go with Paige. <laughs> she doesn't care either. Yeah, there's nothing for her. For stud of the week, I can't decide between Zack Ryder and Snoop Dogg. I feel like Zack Ryder won the title, but Snoop Dogg really felt like he was one of those make-a-wish kids there, living his dream of being in WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I'm giving it to Sasha Banks. I don't care. She tore it up. Yeah, she did. I felt like she kind of had that Roman Reigns story from WrestleMania 31. Yep. But except people liked her. I guess final thoughts on WrestleMania 32. Who do you see headlining WrestleMania 33? All right. Ooh. I could see Bray Wyatt versus Rollins. Okay. 
That'd be cool. So Seth Rollins winning winning last year's WrestleMania. Roman Reigns coming out as a champion this year. Be really cool to see WrestleMania 33 end with uh, maybe we have Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose finally get the triple threat title match they want and have Dean Ambrose walk out. That way, three, three WrestleManias in a row, all three with Shield members leaving. That would be super cool. Uh, the other thing I'd like to have is Pete versus Undertaker. He's already thrown the challenge at the beginning of the episode. Book it! He will do it. Pete on the pole match, uh, a Hell in the Cell match, uh, Steel Cage, he'll do it. Buried Alive? I'd do Hell in a Cell for sure. I don't think I would do Buried Alive, because that's like a lot of like shuffling, and I my back. I don't think I could do it, but I'd do Hell in a Cell. So yeah, Undertaker, get your motorcycle all dusted off. So if they don't go with you, Pete, who do you think they're going to have next year at WrestleMania? Who would care then? Well, he obviously is going to get an opponent next year. Uh, they're going to do Cena. It's going to be lame. It'll be Roman Reigns. You just wait. Yeah, well, it'll be Cena or pass. You know what? Pass the torch on. I wouldn't care if it's Rollins. Yeah. This whole thing, and I hate, you know, they're like, pass the torch, pass the torch. Okay, but sorry, why pass it to a guy who's already older? Like Ric Flair losing to Michaels, that was a that was a good match, but why? But why? Why wouldn't you have like Rollins take it from Undertaker? I'd be more pumped about that. Undertaker, there's no more. There, there's no longer a, a torch to pass. I mean, he's lost his streak. He's taking on matches like Brock Lesnar and Shane McMahon. It's, it's just a WrestleMania match from now on every year. There's no nothing really to pass on. If someone beats Undertaker, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yep, basically. So that is uh, the Full Nelson Press episode 33, WrestleMania 32 edition. Next week, we're going to talk about the fallout from WrestleMania, the Raw after Mania. And uh, suck a butt. Yeah, bet. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. Leave us a comment. We might even read it on our next show. And I'll try not to berate you, but no promises. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please subscribe and leave us a review. You have no idea how much that helps. I guess Stitchers has a thumbs up button now, so that's a thing. You can find us on Facebook, Wrestling Amino Tambler. Or just search for the Full Nelson Press on any social media site. You can also go to thefullnelsonpress.com for all of our past episodes and original WWE art created by yours truly. Go watch some wrestling. <laughs>